Hey, 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 welcome everyone to the Psalms of My Emotions podcast. I am the host, your coach, your spiritual advisor, Relinda, and I wanted to welcome you to not just any podcast, but a podcast that is purposed to guide you through your healing journey. What is the Psalms of My Emotions? It's not necessarily the Psalms of My Emotions, even though I do use my testimony as a tool to guide you through your healing, but it is your Psalms of your emotions. I believe that after listening to these Jesus nuggets, as I call them, you will have a testimony that is music to God's ears. So let's hop right into this episode and let the healing begin. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Emotion Monday. Welcome, 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 guys, to the part two of Living Saved and Single series. You guys, it's almost Valentine's Day, right? It's almost Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is tomorrow, actually. So I'm so excited. I enjoy Love Day, even being single. I love and enjoy Love Day. Okay, can you guys hear me? I think you can. (laughs) All right. Hello, hello, hello. I can't see on this end. For some reason, Facebook ain't got it together about, um, you know, just putting names. You have to like sign up. So let me know who's coming in. Um, So let me go ahead real quick and give my disclaimer. So welcome to Emotion Monday for you guys that have never been on here. Emotion is a play on words. E is electronic. Motion is movement. God has released me to do this. So, um, you know, you never know what someone has been through throughout the weekend. So using Monday is kind of like a boost for the rest of the week. Um, It gives uh, confirmation and also allows me to drop these Jesus nuggets on y'all, right? Drop these Jesus nuggets, these wisdom nuggets so that you guys can take something with you chew on it for a while, right? And grow from it, right? So I'm so excited about today. I'm so excited about this topic. I'm so passionate about this topic. And first, let me just give, you know, a hello and a such appreciation for my podcast listeners. This does upload to many podcast platforms. You know, when I'm done, I upload it to, you know, all the platforms. And so you guys could tune in and listen. If you can't catch me live, which this is also streaming live on my YouTube channel, the Psalms of My Emotions podcast, you could catch it on there because I prefer YouTube myself. Um, So if you want to just make sure you hit that subscription and hit that bell so you can get um, notified of when I come on. Okay. And again, like I said, I appreciate my podcast listeners. Um, Literally, people are being blessed from all over the world, all across the country. And I just 
don't, don't take it for granted, you know? So people are thirsty for the word. People are thirsty um, to know about Jesus, you know, in a real way. Um, and they can relate to it so much. You know, I get inboxes, right? Of how much people appreciate the podcast. So we're just going to go ahead. You guys know the hashtag, let the healing begin. So welcome you guys for first time, um, people that have never been on here. This is your first time on here. Um, we've been on the topic of living safe and single. Last time we talked about the woes in Christian dating, and that was a little fun. I allowed you guys to just, you know, I threw a question out there, like, what are your concerns when it came to dating? And you guys dropped some really interesting questions that we did answer. If you did not catch, um, last week's episode, go ahead and, and catch it, you know, after this live, because the, the questions were interesting, right? And I'm pretty sure people, you know, really needed that, needed that clarification on some things when it came to um, being a Christian and dating, right? Um, and I like to get on this topic, um, you know, and I'm going to do it more regularly um, throughout the year, but I primarily like to do February, which is, you know, I call it the love month. It is Black History Month, y'all, too. But um, also love month, right? Um, this is the time of year, even though it is man-made, but, you know, uh, being single could be hard for some people. It's hard for them to, to see them as being enough. You know, you see couples going around, you see, um, you know, maybe married people going around celebrating and it may leave you, you know, if you are totally honest with yourself, it may leave you feeling like that you are lacking in some area. And I'm just here to empower you that you are not lacking in air in any area being, being saved and single, right? So not just being single, but being saved and single. And I primarily want to talk to the Christians because like I said last week, hey, this is not for <laughs> those that don't want to live for God, right? But these are those for that you proclaim Christianity, you want to do right, you want to be better, you want to be right, you know, but it seems that your flesh gets in the way <laughs> of dating and, and getting to know somebody the way that God intends it, right? So this is pretty much an empowerment and I love this and I can speak so fluently in this area because I have, if you guys don't know my story, uh, my testimony, I have been on both sides, right? I have um, been divorced, right? Um, it's been 10 years. So I've been divorced. I've lived this length being single, right? Um, and the single, uh, you know, ness of the span of the 10 years has been definitely a roller coaster ride, right? It allowed me to heal in some areas. It allowed me to, you know, reach deeper deafness in God. And it allowed me to find joy in Christ and Christ all by himself. And a lot of people are not teaching from this subject and from this angle, because I do feel that a lot of people have not reached that point of joy, being single and being saved. Um, one thing that kind of broke my heart that I heard a long time ago was someone saying like, who actually lives like that, right? That it's impossible to be single and to be saved, 
right? Like you have to compromise some kind of way. And a lot of people think that it's a myth that you can't be saved for real, right? And I'm here sitting, sitting in front of you guys as a witness that you can. It's doable, right? It's doable. And it just all relies on how much you want to get, how much you want Christ, right? The more that you hunger after Christ, the more that you want to do things the correct way, um, the more that you, you know, are, are able to self-reflect, the more that you're able to self-correct, right? You can't have, you know, and I talked about that before, that uh, self-reflection enables self-correction, right? When you're able to see yourself in a light that Jesus sees you, you're able to correct yourself. If you can't, don't reflect, you're not going to correct, right? You're not going to be able to correct things. So I'm going to go right into this. Amen, right? Amen. You're not able to, if you can't self-reflect, you're not able to correct. So people that think that they don't have to look at themselves, they know who they are, they know how they function, you know, and don't take the time to just like, let me see, there may be some areas I need to work on. You know, it will be dangerous to go out there and date anybody, right? And to say that you want marriage, but you don't want to change. That's dangerous. Like I said, I've been on the other side and I haven't been on the, the good side, right? You know, uh, for those that know my testimony or that don't, you know, I've been in that place where, you know, I was really controlling, really controlling, really mean, <laughs> you know, in my marriage, Jezebel manifested like never before, right? Jezebel manifested and didn't know, but that came from hurt and pain. And I'll get into that, you know, um, but it was something I had to be delivered from. Didn't know I had to be delivered from, but it manifested in a holy covenant, right? Because regardless of you go into the church or what, however you do it, marriage is a God ordained covenant. He honors marriage, right? He honors marriage. So anything that is not holy will not survive in a, uh, in a marriage. It will not survive in a marriage. So that's why you, you have to get in that place with God, know who you are, be in your assignment, be in your purpose. Because when you do get married, you know, the more you're going to suffer, the more carnal you are, the more you're going to suffer in marriage. I tell you that much. You know, I tell you no lie. I'm not even guessing. This is a place where I was at. So I'm glad and I'm thankful that God gave me that ministry to be able to do that. Right. So this I'm not talking about something that I don't know, something that my girlfriend said and told me. These are things that I have experienced. Right. And I'm not trying to scare anybody um, from it. So the purpose of me talking about there's always room for correction and improvement. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so the reason that I'm on here, you know, the benefits of being safe and single. Nobody ever speaks I haven't heard. I don't know. Do y'all know somebody <clears throat> that speaks about the benefits of being saved and single while they are single? Not saying the benefits of being saved and single when they're married, but the benefits of being saved and single and they're still single. Right? Because <laughs> I find that singles nowadays, uh, Christian singles nowadays, um, 
you know, we feel that single, single season, your singleness is a disease. <laughs> it's a disease that you got to get rid of. It's a disease. It's something that you got to get out of. It's something that needs a cure, right? It singleness is not something that needs a cure and marriage is definitely not the cure. So don't get it twisted about what this live is about. I'm not teaching you guys that, you know, that you shouldn't get married. You shouldn't desire marriage. That is better. You know, like you, you are right by yourself, you know, <laughs> being prideful when it comes to this. But what I am here and sitting here to tell you guys is that single is the being single is the most precious season that you could ever ah, I'm gonna cry already um being single is the most precious season that you could ever be in right and you know I thank God for giving me this chance to experience him all by myself and to genuinely want him, not for what is in his hands, but for just who he is. And I can stand by myself. I'm not lonely. I'm alone. And I can stand here by myself. And God had to get me together, you know, because um, you guys know I just have such a zeal for Christ. I have such a zeal for the love of Christ. And I got here through my trials of being single and being married right? I got here. I got to that joy. I got to that peace out of the trials that I've been through. So sometimes I, you know, God had to check me for a minute. He's like, people don't understand why you have the stance that you have, why you feel like Christ is enough, why you can feel that you can walk, you know, right now and, and work and do what you're doing and not have to be so thirsty, right? <laughs> that you can be so happy and you don't have anybody, you know, in your life or whatever right now to share life with. Like people don't understand that. He says, so what I want you to do is to help navigate other Christian singles to get to this place where you're at the, and the place that they feel that does not exist. They feel that this place is like I'm putting on um, I'm just doing it just for whatever. Listen, there is no ill motive. I am genuinely happy serving Christ and being single, right? And I sometimes hated that I did have to go through what I had to go through. And I'm not sitting here. And that's another thing. I'm not sitting here out of bitterness. You know, I forgave anyone that has done me wrong or any uh one that I have done wrong, right? It's, it's, it's forgiven. So I'm in a place of really just in a nice contentment place. Uh, like I'm sitting at Jesus feet. I just want to learn more. I want to learn how to be a better person. I want to learn more about my purpose. That's where my passion is. But the thing God was saying was, well, people are wondering, how did you get there? <laughs> how did you get to that place of contentment? Being saved and single. Like I said, in a place where they feel like it's mythical, like it's a myth to be happy and whole in Christ. And he says, so you have to go back and you have to teach and, nav and help navigate people on how to be whole, right? Not just healed, right? But whole. 
because whole means that you can pour. Whole means that you can give. When you are a whole person, you are able to give of yourself. You are able to love how you're supposed to love. You're able to, you know, like I, you know, talked about episodes past about the woman in the jar. And I didn't understand about the oil being able to pour the oil is because I was, I'm whole, right? So now I can pour. And that's what's wrong with the single, saved and single. You want to be with somebody else, but you're not working your mission. So what are you, you know, you you haven't poured, like you're, you're not whole. You, you don't know what to pour. You don't know how to pour, but you want to be part of this ministry. And I'm talking about marriage and you want to pour what you don't have, right? So the marriage is going to go lacking in some area because you're trying to figure it out. I figured out when I get married, that is not how that goes. Um, Yes, Lord, help us to be whole. Single time to commit genuine, precious, and invaluable. Time to connect and focus on God. Yes, God is using you. Amen. Praise God. Yes, it's it's this precious season. I can't explain it. I can't explain it. But I think even in the in, in him letting me experience this season, I thank God for blocking counterfeits that I didn't get too deep. Like that, God, thank you for not answering some of these prayers that I prayed to you when I was lonely and desperate thank you for not answering these prayers that i prayed to you because i was lonely and desperate right and so i think it's unique you know for somebody that is content in their singleness to tell you how to be you know to tell you the benefits of being single and saved right because i'm gonna be real with you guys um there are people preaching and speaking about, you know, singleness and the benefits of being saved and single um, on, on some, on level and they're married. Right. But my, um, my issue is that you guys are not looking at it of a, looking at it from a perspective of, okay, I want to be whole, right. You're looking at it from a perspective and they're giving good advice. They're giving, advice that will help if you heed it but some some of you guys are listening to it in an effort to i'm gonna this is a way to get what i what i want to get a way to get what they have i'm only listening because i want to be married i'm only listening because this is what you did to get married but you're not listening for it as a tool to be whole Right. And I have a few notes or whatever to write down. And I'm going to give credit where credit is due. I was watching. Um, I don't know if you guys ever uh, watch um, or know of, you know, Prophet Lovey. And um, he has a wife and she has her own um, ministry. And she said a couple of things and nuggets that I want to drop to you guys that it just hit me to my core. I was just, you know, crying because it was so much confirmation of what I was going to teach you guys tonight. And it just you know, just refresh me in a way that like, God, yes, this is how it feels, you know, to be whole. Like, I'm glad that I'm here. So it was just such, such confirmation. So what she said was healing is great, but wholeness is key, right? I'm gonna read it again. Healing is great, but wholeness is key. 
So a lot of us have tried to start something, you know, it could be a ministry or you're trying to give, you're trying to um, teach or whatever out just, just from a place of healing. Like I'm healed. So now I got something to offer. But what this is saying and what she is saying is, but wholeness is the key. You know, healing is fine, right? But wholeness is the key. If you guys understand it and follow where I'm going, this hit me because I I was, you know, healed and was healing from some things. And, you know, I had, you know, started doing my podcast, started getting live on here. But my thing is that I realized that I wasn't getting to a level. There was a certain level that I wasn't able to break through yet. And I'm just like, well, God, why can't I break through this level that I'm trying to minister through, right? I'm trying to help people through because I was healed, but I was not whole, right? And like I said, healing is fine, but you pour, you don't pour from a healed place. You pour from a whole place because that means you have something to offer. Like if you think about, you know, you healed from something, you still have that, um, what do I call it? That, that trigger, like you feel like, okay, like let's say you broke your ankle, even though it has been healed, you still feel like it's not, it's not whole, like you can't operate on it. Like you can't put your whole weight on it. You're still kind of iffy about it. It's still in the back of your mind. So you're like, okay, well I'm avoid it because I did, I, I, I was hurt in this area, but when you're whole, it's going to feel like your ankle was never broken right? You guys understand the analogy? It's going to feel like your ankle was never broken. So you're going to be running full speed, right? Into what, into your goals, into what you need to get into instead of limiting yourself because I was hurting this area. Yes, I am healed. But in the back of my mind, what if it happened again, right? So that was another point, you know, that she said. So, you know, um, in singleness, being single and being saved, wholeness is the key, right? So that's the the uh, benefit, you know. Um, your, your whole, you know, strive for wholeness. You can't um, in marriage, you know, not to say that you have to have it all together or whatever, but you have to. You should want to strive to be whole because marriage is a ministry, and people say that, but it, it goes over a lot of people's heads. Wholeness is a um, marriage is a ministry and you can't pour what you don't have, you know. So if you were hurt in, in one area, yeah, your heart was healed. But you go into this marriage and you feel like, well, what if it happens again? Right. But going to a marriage whole means I'm going in here feeling like my heart was never broken. Right. Let's see. <clears throat> Amen. One needs to be whole to be able to grow, deliver, love, and forgive. One will continue to learn, grow into wholeness if they desire to do so. And that is the key. And that's what, you know, I'm saying like my concern and my worry is that we want marriage more than we desire to be whole. And that was interesting last week when I was asking the questions, right? Um, we were, you know, it was just an experiment. I actually was looking at you guys. Um, I was looking at the questions that was coming through. And we have so many questions and uh, such anxiousness about how to date right. 
how to get prepared for marriage, how to get this and how to get that. But nobody answers questions and and, and has such a a zeal or such a, a passion. Lord, how can I be whole? Right? I know I'm broken. How can I be whole? No one asks questions. Well, I just want to be whole. How can I be whole? We ask, you know, how can I be better for a, a for one per or we say, well, how do I date? How do I do this? How do I do that? To get another person, but not to question if you are whole in this in yourself, right? Without we want that without without self-evaluation. Right. So like I said, this is things that I've learned and things that I've had experienced. Right. So I can share with you guys. Right. Like I've never seen it. I've never asked someone, uh, had someone say, well, I'm not ready for that. Let me just sit my butt down somewhere because I'm broken and let me go heal first. Right. Because let me tell you, some of us think that marriage will make us whole that that person is going to add something to our emptiness. And let me tell you why you're feeling that emptiness. It's not because a person is missing, right? Necessarily, you know, and when I say that people are feeling empty and they're looking to feel something, they're really looking to, to they're looking for Jesus, right? Because that's where I was at. I was looking for Jesus, trying to fill that emptiness and fill that hole. So what I really was looking and striving for was the purpose of God. So you're not going to, if you're feeling that emptiness now and you're watching me and you're feeling that emptiness now, that person can't do a thing for that emptiness that you're feeling like you, you feel that there's got to be more to life than this. It's not marriage, right? It's, and I'm going to tell you why, you know, it's not marriage, <laughs> right? Marriage will not make you whole. If one is not whole trying to fill that void, it will cause more damage than good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I said, I know this for myself. You're going to want that person to fill that void and then you're going to get irritated because you feel like they're not doing their job. Right? (laughs) That wasn't there. That's too much weight to put on somebody. That's a God weight. Right? That's a mandate on God to like, God, you know, purpose fills you like that right? Having a relationship with God fills you like that, where you're lacking nothing, right? You're lacking nothing. That's what that feels like, right? So when that gets filled up, you're not going to be so thirsty, not going to be so anxious to try to find someone because that that purpose is going to keep you working. That purpose is going to keep you worshiping. That purpose is going to keep you praying. That purpose is it's not just going to keep you busy. It's just going to keep you focused on God. Right? So sometimes we got to be careful mixing busyness with purpose. Just because you're busy, that does not mean you're seeking out purpose. You're being busy. <laughs> right? <laughs> you, you're occupying your emptiness in case that person comes and i see that a lot too there are a lot of people that started off with their purpose and everything and then it's it's just that until i got what i wanted i'm not thinking about that i was one of those i was one of those and i think that's probably why i'm single now because god knew 
if I, because that's what I asked God for. I'm like, you know, I, I desire marriage. I'm like, God, if I just get married and have kids, I'm content. And write, write when I want to, you know, write books when I want to. I'm good. I didn't ask for a lot, right? So my, because he know, I will, I will not be on here. I will drop purpose like a, a bad habit. I will just be like, I got what I want. So I don't have to do all of that because I was just only doing that to, you know, until, until my husband came. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, so the other point that I wrote down was um, that she said, and it was so good. She said, uh, live like you are already fully, well, living like you are already fully loved changes what you require from people. It frees you to love them with grace and more importantly, gives you the greatest satisfaction in God and God alone. I'll read that again because it was so good to me. Um, living like you are already fully loved changes what you require from people. It frees, frees you to love them with grace and more importantly, gives you the greatest satisfaction in God and God alone. Right. So being single, the benefit of being single and saved is that you get to, you know, you get to live like you are fully loved because you are fully loved. You're loved by Christ. And I mean, just if you can experience it in your singleness, you you y'all understand. You get to experience God's love and all this fullness without distractions. That is the benefit. That is the benefit of being single. But if that's if, if only that's what you want. If you want Christ, <laughs> you know, and you thirsting after Christ and you're seeking Christ, and that's what you're getting, what else are you looking for? Right? Because, you know, I kind of discussed it last week about, you know, the purpose of marriage. You're partnering, partnering up with somebody and that's because you, you have a work to do. So you shouldn't seek after marriage if you don't have anything to do. If you don't have purpose or don't know what you're supposed to do, you're not, it's not going to benefit you none because you're supposed to. You're supposed to be get married for purpose. Like, you know, it's not good for man to live alone. That's not what that mean as far as like, okay, so we could snuggle under the covers and watch a movie and stuff like that. It's not for that. It's for work. It's for labor. And yes, there are bonuses. It is bonuses, but you can't want that just for the bonuses. Because them bonuses to get old. <laughs> The bonuses to get old, but purpose and it is, is what will last, right? And you do gain a friendship with that person, you know. But like I said, it is bonuses to it. It's bonuses, but I feel like, you know, we worship the bonus. And I love, and I always say this all the time. I love Paul's testimony. I call it Paul's testimony when he said, you know, uh, I wish for everyone to be single. Right. And he goes in to say, you know, because your time is not divided, you get to to just experience God and the fullness of God and you don't have to attend to anything. 
right? You don't get to attend. You don't have to attend to anything. You don't have to fix your husband a sandwich. You don't have to make sure, you know, his clothes match. You don't have to make sure his clothes is washed. You don't have to do any of that stuff. You could just focus on Christ instead of trying to focus on your household running, right? You get to spend that time. You get to follow. I mean, not to say that you can't do that when you get married. You find you, you know, you have a good Christian husband or a good Christian wife. I'm not saying that you can't ever worship or whatever. But when you think about worshiping when you want to, like, I'm going to watch a movie and, and I'm just falling out on the floor. And he's just looking at me like, what are you doing? We watching a movie. <laughs> what are you doing? Right? <laughs> I could be free, right? To do what I want to do when I want to do it concerning Christ. So, you know, and then just even how you look at marriage, right? Um, being married is is uh, not a change of status, right? Somebody said that, I, and I meant to write down who wrote, I'm sorry, but like I said, I like to give people their credit. Um, it's a change, in, it's not a, an upgrade. It's just a change, right? How we look at it at like this thing is a trophy. Listen to the listen to the ones that are married. You know, they will tell you now they can't put, you know, all their business out there, you know, um, but they will tell you, right? That I mean it's a change and it's a major change, right? If you're one that 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 loves your space, that likes things the way that they are, that's gonna be a major change. You just think about it, sharing your space with somebody, right? Just think about sharing your space, like in a real way, not for a couple of days and then they gone. Like, no, you can't kick them out. They, they're there. <laughs> you can't kick them out. They're there to stay. So what are you going to do about that? <laughs> That's me. And I was thinking about that the other day. I'm just like, <sighs> you know, like I said, I desire marriage and I'm, I'm patient for God to give it in his time. But I'm thinking about, I got to share my space again. I'm like, I got to share my space. <sighs> right. They, they're, they're there to stay. They ain't going nowhere. You can't kick them out. You can't tell them, okay, go to your mama house for a couple of days. And uh, no, they're there. <laughs> no matter how you know annoying or whatever, they're just there. You can't throw them out. They're there. So for me, you know, I'm just thinking about sharing my space. I got, I'm finally got things the way how I want them. And I like to just, just have things the way I, you know, want them to have, you know, what if that person comes in and doesn't like that color, wants to change this, but I'm going to tell you what, even if that does happen, you being whole because it's and, and submissive, <laughs> It's you, you, because you know your function, you know the whole reason you're not going to take it personal and you won't be having these silly arguments about them changing something because it's not taken away from you. Okay. I knew a change was coming. Okay. If you, if you know, he or she wants to change that room, go ahead, let them have it. Right. You won't be having all of these, these senseless arguments about things. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Let me tell you, I know right so um yeah like i said the thing about you know being married and having your purpose like for me the best thing 
the benefit of being single is the 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 journey to the purpose right you know don't be in such a rush yes you do need to to find your purpose and and get to god to cultivate you for your purpose it's a journey but it's a beautiful journey because as you're on that quest to 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 getting to your purpose you're also being healed and becoming a better person you're you're being a you're um he's developing you into being a confident person he's developing you to be a more loving person he's perfecting you not for somebody you know else he's perfecting you for you right He's perfecting, and I, I I think it's very important that I say that. He's perfecting you for you so that you can um, uh, fulfill that purpose and, and do that purpose how he has intended and designed to be, right? And like I said about, you know, to even go further into that, you know, choosing someone, you know, like I said, for, you know, men and women. You have to be with somebody that, that, like I said before, is doing something, right? You can't, and, and somebody else said this too. I'm mad I didn't write down the name. You can't further the mission if you don't know what, what your mission is. How you going to help further somebody else's mission and you don't even know what yours is, right? You're supposed to help each other. like. And then that thing is you're going to get lost in marriage when you don't know your mission and then you're going to put all your energy all your time into that and then when it doesn't fulfill you like you thought it would then you're going to be resentful then you're going to be like well i need to find out what i need to do no you should have been found out what you wanted to do before you you got into something and that's the truth we don't want to talk about that we want to skate around it and say well that's not important yes that is important but like i said it's such a beautiful journey you know, finding purpose, being in your purpose, being single, that is a benefit of being single and saved. It shouldn't be looked at as a job or a task. This is a time where you can be with God and be and, and fulfill his will and what he wants you to do. And like I said, it's like you're getting these private therapy moments, these private counseling moments, these private, you know, you know, because we're in, you know, coaching and stuff like that. Like you're being coached by God, right? So I love it. I love this time. And, you know, I said it before, like, I'm, I, you know, mad because I, I wasn't enjoying it earlier. <laughs> I wasn't enjoying it earlier. So I'm just embracing it and, and um, taking it in while I can, right? Because if you know that God promised you someone, now you're going to be looking like, okay, well, let, you know, enjoy it, travel. Don't wait to, to find somebody to say, oh, we're going to do all the traveling. No, travel, right? Get out there and see the world. Do what you want to do, right? Because sometimes they don't do what you want to do. They don't. <laughs> then you got to compromise and, you know, just kind of try to find something in the middle. But you really just want to do what you want to do at the end of the day. So when you're being single, this is a time you can do everything that you want to do, right? So, um, let me see. Oh, and you know, while you're dating and everything, you have to take your time because don't just let anyone cut in. You know, I had a vision, you know, one day where 
um, I was in a dance. I was dancing and I shared this before. I don't know what, what live or what podcast it was, but I was dancing with Jesus and I was so happy dancing with Jesus. And we were at like a reception. It was like a wedding reception. I was so happy dancing with Jesus and I didn't want it to end and everything was perfect. The music was perfect. The DJ was playing all my favorite songs. It was beautiful. Then here comes somebody. It wanted to cut in, right? And I and I had to think about that thing. I'm like, I'm just having such a good time. I don't want anyone to cut in right now, right? So you have to think about that, how God wants that single season or that singleness. He wants you to be like that. Like, can't anybody just cut in? Right, this beautiful um, dance. He doesn't want any, just anyone just to cut in and you shouldn't let just anyone cut in, right? Because you have to make sure that person is, you know, and, and, and someone said that that is that proves worthy to interrupt your life. Because that's what it is. It's a, I mean, it's a beautiful interruption when you're ready. When you're ready, when you know what God wants you to do, you're in the will of God. It's a beautiful interruption, but you still gonna have to think about that thing. <laughs> you're still gonna have to think, is that person worthy to cut into this beautiful dance, right? That you have with God. But like I said, you're not going to find the singleness, the save the single worthy or say, see it beneficial if you don't want God. And that's pretty much that in a nutshell. If you don't want God, you're not going to see this as something that's beneficial. In order for you to see this as beneficial, you have to want God. You have to want Jesus. You have to want to hear from him. You have to want to seek him, right? Because you're going to be thinking of it like it's a it's a, a disease that you got to get rid of. Because what you're doing is, what you don't know that you're doing is, you're trying to replace, use flesh and blood to replace, you know, God. Because it's, it's pleasing to your flesh. You know, you just feel like that's a quick answer. I don't, I don't have to deal with myself. It's too hard and complicated to find out what I'm supposed to do. So I'm going to find something to do. <laughs> and you're going to find yourself just in a worse place than you started off with. And I'm not telling you anything that I don't know. You're going to go full circle and come right back into where you started. And that was the thing that happened when I got, um, you know, when I got divorced it was so ironic. What I was trying to get away from, I went full back, you know, round the circle, back to where I didn't want to be. And that was lonely. Right? So I did all of that <laughs> and went back. And, and it's like, I was like, are, are we going to listen now? Are you going to listen to me now on how to do this? are you going to listen to me? Right. Can I direct you? And can I put you on a path that I want you to go? I let you try it your way. Now, are you going to listen to me this time? Are you going to do it my way? 
Um, and the thing about it is that I had to get broken down before I had I got built up, right? Because you know, he's the potter, we're the clay. I had to get smashed down to the lowest point that I could get smashed down. And he had to build me and put me together, back together, piece by piece by piece. And it was over the span of 10 years, right? It was over that span. But now that I think about it, I'm like, wow, you know, it sounds like a long time, but that experience I had with him, it just seems like, oh my God, like I came so far, but it didn't really take as long as I, you know, it don't seem like, it seemed like it was yesterday, right? Night and day. So like I said, the benefits of being single and saved is, is just that time with Jesus. A lot of people are not gonna uh, embrace this for what it is, <laughs> but I'm telling you the reason why I could be on fire for God, I could speak passionately about God is because I'm whole, right? Um, I'm whole <laughs> and I could speak that way. And, you know, so I don't know, you know, that's where I was at. And let me see what else I got. Your life is not on Oh, this is another thing that I had added. So your life is not on hold because you are not married. I think that's a lot of what a, a lot of people or singles um, feel like that. Okay, well, my life has not started yet because I'm not married. Right? Because I don't have someone like when I get married, this is when my life is going to start. Like for real, like I'm going to be able to do this. You know, I'm going to act right in church. I'm going to go to church faithfully. I'm going to get in my purpose. I'm going to do this and this and that. And I'm telling you, no, your life start. You, your life starts with you, right? And and your relationship with God, that's where your, your life starts. And you build on that. And when you when it is time, you're going to be able to pour. You're going to be able to give out because you're so full, right? <laughs> You know, it's pretty hard to to be married and and be empty. You know, it's going to drain you, right? So, and I wanted to add in, this is just one more tidbit um, because this goes over a lot of people's heads. So the scripture that um, God gave me, you know, because we know about the commandments and everything and what God requires, like above anything else, you know, um, Love, you know, love God with all your heart and all your, you know, mind and, and everything. And then the other one is love your neighbor as you love yourself. This goes over so many heads on so many levels. So love your neighbor as you love yourself, your neighbor. This doesn't, is it predicated on just strangers or anybody that you're walking down the street with? This includes, you know, anybody. It includes, you know, even your 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 husband or your your future husband or your future wife. You don't know them. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. So you can't love to that degree. You know, um, if you don't, if you really don't love yourself, you can't love that other person. You know, like I said, you're not whole, right? So you're going to love on that love on that person predicated on where you are. Right? And a lot of us want to get married and we're still in that empty space. Right? 
You don't see the benefits of being single and saved. And some of you think that being saved is the hindrance. You want to step out of being saved just to have somebody, right? Because I can't get nobody being saved and single, <laughs> right? Because I ain't no men of God out here. Ain't no women of God out here. So I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go the other route. Right? Your neighbor is whomever is next to you. Exactly. It's whoever. And then that should tell you something too. You ain't ready for somebody if you can't even just love on people. So you think that's just going to flip and switch up when you decide you want to marry somebody? You're going to be so mean. You're going to be mean as a rattlesnake. You're not going to be able to love anybody on the level. You can't say, well, oh, well, my husband, I don't know. No, you have to know how to love yourself because that love is unconditional. There's not a love that you have, you know what I mean? Um, Like for your husband and it's a love, they're, they're not different, right? We're all supposed to have a, a agape love for everybody. And you definitely have to have that agape love when you marry. Right. So there's not a different. Well, I can't stand this person and talking to them all crazy. And then but yet you want to get married and just think it's just going to be all roses. You know, you're going to be me. Right. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, that was pretty much, you know, my notes and everything. And like I said, nobody ever gets on here that I've seen, you know, that that are single right that are single that are, are still currently single and saved and can tell you that there are benefits and that can you know that will advocate for you to get yourself together <laughs> it's way better that you get yourself together and i know a lot of people are not going to listen because guess what i didn't listen but the thing was that i wasn't in church you know um you know, I was I was uh raised in church, but there was a period from uh what what I would say maybe about from 11 to 30 where there wasn't any church. So, you know, I didn't have guidance so much on, you know, really how to to do things God's way. I did it. I didn't have guidance. But to have, you know, for me to be able to do this, I feel like maybe a lot of you, you know, don't and because a lot of people aren't teaching from this area and from this space, right? Not teaching to, to teach you how to get, you know, somebody, but teaching you how to get yourself. <laughs> like that's the most important because I didn't get myself and thought marriage was the solution, right? So I just wanted to get on here and tell you guys that and encourage you and you know, even before tomorrow where you might get those feelings and feel lonely and feel like you're being left out, you know, I just want you to remember to love on yourself. And even, even if you look, this is even a challenge, even, even if you can get a journal, it can be a piece of paper, but write down, you know what, and I meant to ask you guys this question before I started the live, but I forgot. I meant to ask some of you, name the benefits of being saved and single. Like, what does that look like to you? Right? And if you can't find any, that means there's some work to do. <laughs> 
and there's some conversations with God to be had because your list of pros for being, you know, single and saved, the benefits should be just as much as this list that you have of dating and looking for someone, right? It should be just as important. It should you should have a lot of things, uh, pros on this list of be of the benefit of being single and married, or, or oh Lord, single and saved, right? It should be just as much pros as you have on this list of what you what you want to date or how you think dating should go or what you want in this person. It should be it should be equal. It should be right. So that's all that I have. If you guys don't have anything else to add, I really pray that this this helped you. Um, you know, like I said, just have a journal and just start writing, right? Write down goals and things that you want to do, you know, that you're single that doesn't include anyone, right? And like I said, this is not a live or a podcast where I'm advocating, um, you know, uh, women, uh, or, you know, empowerment or yeah, you know, just, just be single and you don't need no man or you don't need no woman. This is not what it is. I'm just want you guys to get in a place where you're not thirsty, <laughs> right? That you're not thirsty and that you're not worshiping marriage. Cause I did right. I worshiped it. That was an idol. <laughs> <laughs> that was an idol for me. I worship marriage, right? There was nothing that I didn't want. I didn't want more than marriage and to be married, right? So I just don't want you guys to idolize it. You can want it. It's, it's really okay to desire being married, to want to be married, but don't let that desire run you. Don't let that desire make decisions for you. Don't let that desire lead you to a path that God has not intended for you to go, right? Because you feel like, you know, well, it's the end all be all, right? Okay. <laughs> so the time, look, this hour be going by so fast and I don't be feel like I be saying anything. Listen, I sometimes I have to catch the playback and I'm like, okay, yeah, that was good. That blessed me. Um, but this won't be the last that I will talk about. You know, I could get into so many levels, but, uh, this is the mandate, you know, that God has for me is to really help, you know, singles, single Christians, you know, find your purpose and to help you heal and navigate through these relationships, you know, that you have yourself in right? Because sometimes we're not able to see purpose because of these relationships that we're in. And, you know, it could be friendships, you know, um, intimate relationships, um, but they're blocking you from seeing the purpose that God has for you because sometimes we feel that purpose is not worth it, right? It's not, it's, it's not as important as what our flesh wants because we want somebody so bad, but I'm letting you know, <laughs> That purpose will cause all of that to, 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 you know, to be better when the time comes, right? So I thank you guys for tuning in. And you guys know I have to offer this. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I have to offer this, um, you know, the, the plan of salvation because, hey, no matter what I'm talking about, I'm going to give Jesus, right? That's me. I would be a disservice as a minister 
of the gospel, if I did not give and offer Jesus to those that are listening, those that will watch the replay. So the plan of salvation is in Romans 10 and 9, that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. So, you know, you can, you do, it's exactly what the scripture says, you know, confess that Jesus is Lord and believe that he was raised from the dead. You know, you confess your sins. You want God in your life. You want him to take control, right? You know, because we know that we ain't we ain't got it right. <laughs> we don't know the way. God, I don't know the plans you have for me. I don't know my purpose. And then you will be saved, right? It doesn't have to be in front of a large group of people. It's because it's a heart thing, right? It's a heart thing. Regardless of who you do it in front of, this is a heart thing. Because at the end of the day, when you go and when that time comes and when he splits the sky, when you get up there, he's going to be weighing your heart. He's going to be reading your heart. He's going to be reflecting your heart back to you to show you what's in it. Because all this time, we don't know what's in our heart. He knows what's in our heart, but we don't. He's going to be, I see it like a movie, right? That he's going to play and tell you who you turn away from Christ, who you turn to Christ, right? And so you want to be ready when that time comes and you want to have God in your heart, right? Because then he'll know and mark you as one of his. So that's the surface level of it. I mean, that's the most important thing. But after that, I want you to pray and I want you to be led by God to go to a um, church that will continue to 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 educate you, uh, teach you things of the Bible because it doesn't stop there, right? We, you know, to do the work of God, you need the Holy Spirit, right? To do the work of God, to do what He's assigned you to do, you need the Holy Spirit, right? So that's all that I have. Was I'm getting a T-shirt, single, saved, and whole. Why I was thinking about that before I got on here, I was like, I think I'm gonna do. You know, a t-shirt, it didn't say exactly that. I'm gonna teach her single save the whole. It was um, I think it was like whole whole and whole is the goal or something like that. I, yeah, that's what I think I wanted to have t-shirt. Like whole is the goal, right? So I might, I don't know. That's a good idea, and I do like that one too. Uh single saved and whole. Like I'm trying to start that up too. Like I launched my t-shirt line before but you know it's it's this thing with drop shipping and i gotta get together y'all pray for me so anyways i'm gonna go ahead and let you guys enjoy your night you guys have a awesome valentine's day love on yourself you know every year i buy you know started three years ago i will buy my own roses buy my own candy right uh pick a movie movie list and um, my list of movies and, and, and pick my, you know, something that I haven't ate in a while or one of my favorite foods. And I will just enjoy myself, loving on myself, you know, not bored. And some people may think that's lame and whatever, but when you love yourself and love your own company, listen, it's everything. So I just want to challenge you guys too. If you're single, you know, 
go do something for yourself tomorrow, right? Love on yourself. All right. So I thank you guys for tuning in and I will see you next week. Uh, Next week is going to be good. So you don't want to miss it. All right. See you later. Bye-bye.